Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care with Kylie and Michelle. Anglican Care, we're not only social on the bowling green. Find us on Facebook too. In today's episode, Michelle and I welcome back special guest Jackie Culver and we're talking about the important things that people need to be aware of to stay living at home. Jackie is a nurse practitioner specialising in ageing, dementia and palliative care. We have already talked to Jackie about supporting carers and look forward to today's chat, particularly as Jackie is a passionate advocate for people to stay living at home and works daily with people in this situation. Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Jackie. Uh, We know from talking to seniors and our own families that home is where we all feel comfortable and it's where people want to stay as they age. What are the benefits of staying at home, do you think? Well, (laughs) that's a a big question, isn't it? The benefits. Well, I think that it's a safe and predictable place. Uh, You know your environment. You trust your environment. You actually can have things the way you want them. And I'm not saying that you can't have certain things when you're in a residential facility but being in your own home you know you you have access to the television being switched on when you want it on not having to wait for someone to come and help you with that you can have your shower you know when you want it and things like that so I think living at home is just a natural progression for somebody who is aging and with a bit of support there's absolutely no reason why a person can't stay home. It's and such f- familiar surrounds, isn't it? And everyone yes. loves familiarity of yeah. home. It smells like home. It sounds like home. Yeah, and it's all the emotions and, and things that and come memories. with your home. Yes, and, and a lot absolutely. of soft furnishings because, uh, you know, that's the thing. that you, mm. you don't have to worry quite so much about infection control. So you can have curtains and carpets and, you know, and rugs and, mm. and things like that. Yeah, and, and things that things, things around you that give you memories and and happiness. And pets, Jackie. Yes. Because a lot of people, you know, their pets are very important to them and they can have them in the home environment as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm, absolutely. So, Jackie, from your experience working as a nurse practitioner, when does it become difficult for someone to live independently in their own home? Well, I think if there's a lack of planning, then that becomes a little bit problematic mm-hmm. because it is very important to sort of like look about what you might need in the future. And some things are fairly predictable. I think if you haven't got a carer, it can be a bit more challenging. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's impossible because we have many, many people living home alone. And with the recent sort of like um, increase in telehealth and Mm -hmm. um, technology, there is, you know, so much we can do to support somebody living at home alone. But I think that um, mobility is massive Mm -hmm. and... A lot of people feel that, I think probably John would have alluded to this, a Mm -hmm. lot of people think that, you know, becoming immobile is a natural progression and it's not. You know, we we actually allow the muscles to weaken. Just for example, one of those chairs, those lift chairs, those electric chairs that lift you up, Mm -hmm. they stop you from actually using your muscles. Yes, John talked about the nursing home muscles in your legs, Jackie, and I feel like I'm I'm going to do a squat right now. To and keep he, those muscles yeah. is vital. And I think that that's really important too is that, you know, that if, you can't, if you're not mobile and you can't stand mm-hmm. up and you can't transfer, how do you get onto the toilet? How do you get onto – I mean, you, yes. you don't necessarily have to walk, but you do need to be able to stand up and turn on and sit on a chair to be taken – somewhere yeah. and so keeping that mobility exactly. is a key issue Jackie yeah. and upper body strength is equally as important mm-hmm. but unfortunately people don't realize that it's very insidious the muscle loss yes and then before you know it that you actually don't have that strength so mobility yes. I'd say is absolutely a huge key issue yeah mm. I, think, I think when we talked yeah. to John earlier some of the stats that he was saying about losing muscle loss were quite confronting but some of the stats he also gave us about your ability to build that muscle That's was right. really inspiring 
inspiring. Yeah. So it's worth having a listen to that podcast, and, and definitely. I think so. And also mm. I think this is where it's really important for people when they are looking for a provider that they really think about this. Is their provider very mm-hmm. much into a wellness model? Are they yes. going to have – do all their care workers support that preserving mm. muscle strength, strengthening? Because it's not just about strengthening your muscles. It's about eating the right foods and yes. all those sort of things. So I think that, that that's all the early stuff you can do to mm-hmm. maintain staying at home. Yes. The other area is cognition. You know, when somebody mm-hmm. becomes totally, you know, cognitively unable, like in, in dementia, to be mm-hmm. able to care for themselves well. Yes. And, and, you, and you can't put enough services in to support them yes. at home. And as again, sometimes that's not a problem. Mm. Sometimes it yeah, becomes that could just be a, a real trigger. Bit, yeah, it yeah. becomes a real problem. Mm. So I think that, um, yeah, they're the main things. Other than that, I just don't think there's any reason why anyone can't live at home. Yes, okay. You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. So, Jackie, if someone out there has gone through the processes with My Age Care and they've been assessed for a home care package, they've received a letter saying that it's been allocated, what are your top three tips when they are looking for a provider? Well, the first one probably would be to find a provider who does have a wellness model Mm -hmm. that has senior professional clinical staff. If they've got a nurse practitioner, that's fabulous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I personally feel we should have one in every single aged care organisation. on that note, Jackie, can you just explain to us what a nurse practitioner is? Because I don't think a lot of people would understand that term, maybe. No, sometimes, um, because we can prescribe and order Mm -hmm. diagnostics, they sometimes say, oh, you're a bit like a doctor, but we're not. I call you a super nurse. Yeah, it's, it's actually is more of a it's just an advanced practice nurse mm-hmm. it's it's a nurse who specializes in aging has is able to do mm-hmm. some of those things that a doctor can do yes. however the most important part of our role is that we work on keeping people well yes uh, even right through palliative care mm-hmm. and dementia it's about all those things that probably um, dr ward would have talked about yes. because um, i know they're his passion too and i trained well with mm. him <laughs> <laughs> so you know i think that, that that's what i think is pretty critical. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that trend or is really coming through all of our podcasts yeah. about staying well, staying healthy, because yeah. it's really going to stand you in good stead as you get older. Yeah. And people coming in can do things for you, but if you can yeah. do them for yourself by staying well, it's yeah. such a better quality of so life. So you do need to access a provider who yes. emphasises supporting you, working alongside you and not taking over. Important to find a provider who's local or has local knowledge and consistent care workers who are trained, mm. you know, not just with the basic level three certificate, but trained in helping people stay well and healthy. Yes. You pick up things like weight loss and, and talk to people about their fitness and their wellness and what they can do because I think a lot of people Jackie when they think home care package they think cleaning and lawn mowing but it's so much more than that that's you know (laughs) so that brings me to the third thing you need to look for is good case management Mm -hmm. now a lot of people will say oh you know like case management is a waste but it is so not a waste because if your case manager or your case advisor or or whatever that coordinator whatever Mm -hmm. that role is is skilled in and knowledgeable about aging has got an allied health or a registered nursing um, Mm. background and is able to sort of use that holistic wraparound wraparound circle of support circle of support (laughs) then you just that's probably one of the most important things is we underemphasize the mm. importance. I mean, I know there's been some providers who are offering case management from Victoria. Yes. Um, and I, 
I would question how on earth they can do that without meeting someone from a face to face. So they're offering it to people in yes. New South Wales yes, from Victoria. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just question how that's possible without a face to face. Yes, it's sort and of. And also without the clinical background. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And just on a personal note, I think I alluded before that I'm going through getting my mum in law assessed. And I think my husband has a larger family, they're in dispersed geographic locations. And so I think the case manager can really help with yes. bringing it all together and getting the best outcome because we're all busy, we all work, we're all in diverse locations. So having someone to manage that, I think, um, again, ensures the best quality of life for the person receiving the package. And someone you have confidence in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you know that we'll be there if you can't be. And and as your care needs change, they're able to kind of be adapting those for you, Jackie? Oh, absolutely. I think that it would be, yeah, very sad if it didn't. Yes, that's Um, kind of one of the best things about it, isn't it? why you might only want a little bit of cleaning or a bit of personal care mm. and a level at a level two level mm. but what are you going to need down yes. the track and do you want to be with an organization that's going to be able to meet that extended need right through yeah. to dying at home if that's what you want to do yeah and also that's the best model you don't want to be chopping and changing providers no. you want to be with someone that you're happy with and confident with and, who and knows trust. You. Yeah, yeah absolutely yes Are you ready to downsize your home? You're done with the endless maintenance and mowing the lawn? With Anglican Care's Retirement Villages, you can relax and live amongst friends carefree. Discover how at anglicancare.com.au. Jackie, we did touch on earlier that there are sometimes lengthy wait lists uh, once you are assessed for a package. So I think it's probably worth emphasising that point again, that it really is good to get in quickly or not quickly that's not the right word but getting early I guess but I guess that's hard for people to know when because as we know people don't necessarily want to think about aged care until they absolutely have to so again it's finding that balance of when is the right time? When is too early? So yeah. what, what would you suggest? Well, I, I sort of liken it to like you have your GP and mm-hmm. you establish that relationship and then at times of need you're able to go and get that extra support. Well, your health professional in ageing, mm. y- you need to access somebody early mm. and have that conversation and it may be even before you go and have um, an aged care assessment. Okay. It might be just a conversation mm-hmm. with, a, with the provider to talk about sort of what things to expect and, and mm what sort of things might be an issue for you and I know for us in Anglican Care we provide sort of like a supportive package Mm -hmm. for people who want to come on board early you know before their package is allocated Um, yeah so it's about that whole thing people who are aging have chronic health conditions Mm -hmm. and sometimes the GP is not enough as you get towards the end with lots of complex conditions mm-hmm. and people might start to bounce in and out of hospital mm-hmm. or they might find that they're becoming unwell two or three more times a year than they yes. have in the past or they're having difficulty with mobility and mm. having falls or they're, yeah. they're losing weight. If they get in early and talk mm. to my aged care, get a good assessment done, get mm. get all that, you know, establish a relationship, it's a bit like having that person there mm. that you can call um, yes. when you need that extra bit of specialised advice. Yeah, and I guess it's like, anything in life Jackie it's better to be making decisions in a calm sort of way rather than at a crisis point yeah that's exactly right and what happens is is people will often end up in hospital become really really unwell Mm. and the hospital say well we don't think you can go home and of course everyone goes ding ding nursing home Mm. (laughs) or you know yeah um, and that's not that's not necessarily the case you know absolutely restorative and rehabilitation can happen in Mm. in the home 
Yes. We have services to do that. Yeah, well, um, well, you've certainly convinced us today, Jackie. And Jackie, if someone's out there and they're thinking, well, um, I need services now, but I, I, haven't, I haven't gone through the process or I'm still on a wait list, can they pay privately for things like home care? Yeah, they certainly can, yeah. We, all of our services are available privately mm-hmm. um, and at the same price as you would be charged if it was your package. I just had a case recently of a lady who was just having basically a couple of welfare checks a, mm. a, a week, who's increased to having a, a daily welfare check because her, her son's gone away. She's also getting a little bit of case management now because mm-hmm. she might need to go to the doctor. She just needs a little bit of assessment of her wounds. So, and they're accessing private services because that's their preference. Mm. And okay. uh, yeah, so there's no no problem at all with that. Um, yep. We're always open to sit down and discuss you know, what those costs are and what's available. And you know, some people actually prefer that. They feel that it gives them more privacy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I like um, what you touched on there, Jackie, with the flexibility. Yes. Flexibility, like um, you can adapt to changing circumstances and yeah. if a carer is going away, you can provide additional support. Yes. Or if circumstances yeah. change. Yeah. So I think it's important for people to understand that there is that flexibility and yeah. not, lock, not locked into one model. And we have restorative care mm. packages yes. now. Um, we, we only have those in the manual. Not, um, at the moment but those are really fantastic too because they're an eight-week yes. intensive package that accesses sort of allied health dietitians mm-hmm. podiatrist clinical nurse practitioner yes. and they are fantastic because they give you an opportunity mm-hmm. to to start on a wellness journey yes and then at the end of that if you haven't got a package then well you can move on to our allied support for a couple yes. of hours and if you need more Mm. And I was going to touch on that too, Jackie, because there is um, another lower level form of funding that people can access through the Commonwealth Home Support Program. Well, the Commonwealth Home Support Program, if you're assessed for something on that, it's usually because you only need one or two services, a bit of shopping, a bit of cleaning. Usually the providers of those services, Mm -hmm. you you might have to go to more than one provider. Okay, which could be a bit of a juggle. Yes, Yes. yeah. And also it's a very basic level. Yes, and it's not the case management and all those additional things to get as part of a Having home care package. Well, we sort of say like a home care package should be like being in an aged care facility at mm-hmm. home. Okay. There's nothing, nothing you couldn't get in an mm-hmm. aged care facility that you can't get at home, mm-hmm. and that's important. It's just yes. that your home becomes the aged care facility, yeah, and people come in and out of your home, yeah. Mm. Share Anglican Cares. Let's talk seniors on your Facebook page. Your friends will dig us. And Jackie, again, I think we might have touched on this next question, but we'll we'll revisit it because it's a really important one. Is it possible to stay home right up until your death and indeed die at home? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely is. Yeah. If you're on a lower level package, then palliative care, so local palliative care service would be involved mm-hmm. and you can work in conjunction with, with the provider. But if you're on a higher level package, then all of that is mm. provided by the provider or should be provided mm. by the provider, including um, medication, administration, mm. pain management, symptom mm-hmm. man- all symptom management, care, providing equipment. There is absolutely no reason why people mm. can't die at home if mm-hmm. that's the place they want to be. Yes. And, you know, the, the carers and loved ones actually Mm. feel they want to support that process. Yes and we know you're very passionate about that topic Jackie and you've already agreed to come back and do another podcast with us on that topic specifically. So thank you for being our very special guest today. Uh, We've got a little lucky dip for all of our special guests um, along the lines of health and well-being. 
And so we're keen to find out what you've got today, Jackie, because some of the, the, the gifts are things that we might want to buy at home or... Oh. Oh. This is a... Oh, four CDs of peaceful and relaxing music. Ah. Sim- simply anti-stress. That goes with your yoga mat that you got last time. Yeah. You'll be able to sit on the yoga mat and listen very to that nice. and meditate. Yeah. Very fabulous. Nice. <laughs> we look forward to chatting to the fabulous Charlotte Tharoop from the Mindfulness Clinic in our next podcast, uh, all about being more mindful and how that can benefit our well-being. Thanks for coming. How can we make your life easier? Or what would you like to know more about? Click on our podcast link at anglicancare.com.au and let us know. We can't wait to hear from you.